my name is Victoria Medina. Welcome to the One Nation, One Mission, One Promise podcast, a place where we celebrate our unique and diverse citizenship. Each week, I have been discussing a line from the first document of the Charters of Freedom, the Declaration of Independence, specifically because if we don't understand our own mission, our own rule book about how our government works, how can we hire the best person for the job, for multiple jobs, if we don't have a clear understanding of the duties we wish for them to perform on our behalf? Now, I say this all the time. This is a place to celebrate not a place for anger. This is a place to have a positive and uplifting conversation, not to look at America through rose-colored glasses, but to listen to each other and to celebrate the contributions all Americans from all cultures, races, skin tones, religious, non-religions, and more have given to America and ultimately to your life, to my life, and how we don't even know the gifts that have been given to us, the gifts that we take for granted every day because of the work another person is given, someone who may be entirely different from you or I. This is a conversation with a positive and uplifting people, and thank you for joining me today. Now, if you have been following, you know that I've been reading, as I said, a line from the Declaration of Independence. The next line in the Declaration of Independence reads as follows. He has kept among us in times of peace, standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. This line was the next grievance our founding parents presented to the King of England over 244 years ago. People gave their lives so you and I would never have to live under a monarchy or dictatorship, because if we did, they would certainly turn the military against the people. I will talk more about this, but first, I want to read a poem from my book and play, One Nation, One Mission, One Promise. It is a poem I dedicate to all Americans everywhere. I call it Blessings of Liberty. I must speak up, Celebrate my uniqueness, praise, rejoice in life's everlasting sweetness. I own my country with every breath before my death. Why? Because the Constitution tells me so. It is within my breath, my heart, my bones, a legacy that obliterated thrones and told dictators this was no place to roam. The blessings of liberty a mission bestowed on to me, a mission bestowed on to you, a mission given to the Constitution, a deed that entitles me, is as precious as the air I breathe, the nourishment of my body to proceed, to the fulfillment of my mind, to become all that I can achieve. Only I can watch it wither away by leaving it all to others to maintain. Oh, it is my obligation to my future, my legacy, my progeny unborn, to never listen to the silken sounds of promises that break to reveal the traitor's calluses, but to go beyond the words to action's cure. 
only then to put my trust in those who have my heart, to continue molding this continuing work of art, to protect the old, the young, the children of the rich, the poor, lives who labor, those with favor, academically disabled, stable, with or without religious beliefs, no gender preference, but expressions to agree, disagree, openly, freely, annoyingly, to be the same, to be different, to create a new existence of my very own admittance, to promote the general welfare's right of our coexistence. Thankful we are for the canvas of your art, your brush strokes are alive in all our hearts. You created the charters of freedom. By sharing your soul and reason, you lived a life without restrictions before a word was ever written. We are your paintings, your sculptures, your symphonies. Every bondage broken from your time to ours to infinity has your stroke upon our endearing posterity. Together to preserve, protect, and defend an heirloom, a constitution of solid oak, three branches flowing freely from its yoke. How Senate and Executive compose, two articles define what we must show. How we converse with a tireless flow to protect defend to forever discuss that our government is without a doubt a place for all of us. Article 3 judiciously follows so eloquently. These United States shall be vested in one court to reign supreme, the law's shining sun, all below inferior but faithful, providing the judgments are honest and grateful to all judgments made final to uphold. The blessings of liberty, a more perfect union continues to unfold. A tribute to separate countries now states, independent, interdependent, interwoven. Article 4 honors both what came before and the inevitable after. Remembering arts, science, faith, and honor. In total, seven articles is how we continue to magnify a sacred vow. In total, seven articles is how we continued to magnify a sacred vow. The blessings of liberty, a mission entrusted to me, a mission entrusted to you. Amendments, how wise to expand the world, to err is human, to correct is wise. Wisdom, experience, enlightenment. Liberty demanded ten amendments. A bill it was ordained, a bill of rights. But trust, there is more to do in our sights. The blessings of liberty, a mission entrusted to me, a mission entrusted to you. Ten to twenty-seven in total amends. From the blood of war, the thirteenth ascends. And a long suffering, silent, sometimes violent, often abusive. Amendment 19 transcends race, culture, religions, the blessings of liberty, a mission entrusted to me, a mission entrusted to you. I must speak up 
celebrate my uniqueness, praise, rejoice in who I am this day. I own the country each moment I am alive to never take for granted who I hire by my side to represent, maintain, defend my precious life. It is not a party that I seek, but representatives who care for people. We the people, that is who I seek. The blessings of liberty, a mission entrusted to me a mission entrusted to you. I wrote this poem in honor of a legacy that is entirely up to us to maintain. Each and every one of us can begin with a simple action to vote. That is all to vote. From there, it depends on your life and what you can do. You can vote and basically share with your children and your children's children and your community how important it is to vote. You can then go beyond that in a multitude of ways that are out there for you. Everything that you can imagine all the way up to the presidency. But to begin with a right, a privilege that people gave their lives for all of us to have. To vote for the best person to represent our future. This I will come back to. But first I want to return to the next sentence in the Declaration of Independence. In the next sentence of the Declaration of Independence that I mentioned before, he has kept among us in times of peace, standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. What does this say to you? What does this mean to you? For me, it means that we live in a time where the military is there to protect and support the people of the United States. What our founding parents faced was a military that did not protect them, but was turned against them. It is another reason why it is so important to know this document, cherish this document, and make sure it is upheld for everyone, every citizen across the country. And when I say founding parents, that includes everyone that we know that signed the Declaration of Independence, but it also includes everyone we don't know. All the people that sent them there to, to represent us, the multitude of uh, different religions and different cultures that were there in the United States. We have always been a multicultural and multilinguistic country from day one. So when I say founding parents, that includes everyone we know and everyone we don't know. But everyone was a contributor to what it is that we have as our charters of freedom and everyone who helped to bring it alive and uphold it. So can you imagine a standing army without the consent of the people of the state? There has been evidence, there certainly has been evidence where the military has been used in ways that does not live up to the mandates of the Charters of Freedom. They have happened, and fortunately, the outcry from the public has demanded that this not continue. That is how powerful the voice of the American people have and will continue to be as long as we strive to live up to, and I believe to live up to the mandates of these documents, the Charters of Freedom. In speaking about people who did great things, this is Hispanic Heritage Month, 
And one of the things that I also want to talk about is great Americans from all walks of life, because that's who we're celebrating. And I doubt that many of you know the story about Lieutenant Augustus Rodriguez. Lieutenant Augustus Rodriguez came to the United States from Puerto Rico and fought for the Union Army. He led his men into the Battle of Wise Fork and won the battle against the Confederate Army. When the Civil War ended, he settled in Connecticut and became a respected and successful businessman. As I said, America has always been a multicultural and multilinguistic country and each week I will share stories of Americans from all walks of life who have made amazing contributions to this country and ultimately to your life and to my life. And you know, there are so many stories, not just from the past, but also great stories from just 20, 30, 40 years ago to today. Ask around. Ask your family. Ask your family about the great stories in your own family. Like I'm discovering wonderful stories within my family that I will gather and share with you. And ask your family and your friends and discover the heroes from your own family and your own culture. And I am sure there are stories that you have never heard before and they will uplift you in ways you could not imagine. And it's important for all of us to hear these stories and share these stories and celebrate these stories. My friend, Leon Gray, has often said, history deserves to be told. History deserves to live. So please share your stories with me and let's talk about the great contributions from all Americans that have given to this country from all walks of life. Now, Americans from all walks of life are the people who fought for your freedom and the freedom to vote. And like many of you, I have been thinking about voting and I look forward to voting. I do every time. I vote all the time. And there is one thing I have come to appreciate very much with this election. I am not voting for or looking for the perfect candidate. I am voting for the aspiration of a more perfect union and a better tomorrow. And if I choose the right people now, I will have a better chance of choosing better people tomorrow because we will strive to bring those people up to that level because the more we understand and get involved, the more we could pick the right candidates. You know, I'm voting for someone who understands that when you surround yourself with the best minds in the world, it is only then that you can be elevated to be better. When you surround yourself with the best minds in the world, only then do we become a great country because this is the greatest country. The reason why we're great is, I believe, it is because we have always been a multilinguistic, multicultural country with the freedom to think and share. And it's with that sharing and thinking that we constantly can get elevated to strive to achieve better things than we did before. So I am voting for a better tomorrow, not the perfect candidate, because that person's not there right now. But I'm voting for the possibility and the aspiration that they that we will now be on the road each time to a better candidate for next time. So I'm voting for the best person to uphold the charters of freedom. I am voting to uphold the right to have a vote, 
to be able to speak to you today and for those who come after me to have a bigger voice. I am voting for a safer planet. I am voting not just for cleaner air, but air I can breathe without a mask. I imagine a world where if we stop fighting, we can create an economy that will soar. There are so many solutions, but we have to face the challenges in order to find the solutions, and then the solutions create jobs. We've seen that throughout American history. Share with me what you think and how you feel. Read the Charters of Freedom because we have the playbook. We just have to, in the words of Thurgood Marshall, live up to them. Please leave me a message, a comment. Please let me know what you think, what you would like to discuss. Until next week, be safe, be well, and be loved. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, please email me. If you have any comments, email me. If you have any suggestions, email me. You will find the email address in the show notes. Please visit our website at one nation, one mission, one promise.com and email me for a copy of the Charters of Freedom. Let's read it together. Let's form a book club. Let's read this together and talk about it. Talk about it with your friends, your colleagues. Find out who's living up to it and why not. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you will know as soon as a new episode is available. If you have already subscribed, thank you. Please leave a review and tell all your friends. Most importantly, until next time, One Nation, One Mission, One Promise invites you to continue the conversation, either in the chat room, with your family, your friends, your neighbors, and your community. Leave a comment. Uplift all Americans. Celebrate those special moments in your life. Be safe, be well, and be loved.